I have a small favor to ask before we begin. If you've been enjoying our show and you'd like to help us reach more people, please consider rating us and leaving a review on the Apple Podcasts app. It will only take a couple of minutes, but it will be extremely helpful to us. Okay? All right. Today's story was recorded during a virtual open-themed story night on the 2nd of May 2020. The story you are about to hear was also produced as a video. If you prefer to watch that instead of listening, you can find it on our YouTube or Instagram page. Links in the description. If you already watched the video and you don't want to listen to the same story again, you can skip to about minute 11, where we've added an extended interview with the storyteller, which wasn't included in the video. Welcome to another episode of True Story Tent. I'm your host, Abdullah Al Ma'wadi. Um, so, um, I don't know where to start. So it started. Um, so we entered, and it's the worst and the dumbest thing I've ever decided to do. I don't know. I mean, and that was kind of like the hammer on the nail. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> I spent um, about 12 years working in corporate field and at some point I passed the, the passion phase. The learning curve just kind of settled and I was living in an automated robotic life. Dalal Darwish spent the last 12 years working as a social development and stakeholder engagement consultant in Muscat. Many of you probably have felt that, that the days that you'd even be driving home and you don't even think about the road, you're just suddenly, you're at home. That was becoming very heavy on my heart because I felt that I wasn't able to express myself and I thought, oh, I must excel in my career, this is all conditioning. I felt at nights my heart would be aching so so hard, it would be aching and I didn't know what it was that needed to be released. I didn't even think there was something. I thought I was, you know, crying about past relationships or past um, mess ups or mistakes or even judging myself really harshly on a daily basis until I got to a breaking point. This breaking point led her to look for a sign, for something, anything to guide her path forward. Then one day, her friend came to visit her from Greece. Um, my friend came into the picture and she said, you know, I'm, I volunteered on the Lesbos Island for two weeks. Why don't you come? I want to do a documentary. You can be part of the team and you can volunteer. And that to Dalal looked like a sign. So in December 2015, she decided she would tag along to help her friend with a documentary film that was eventually titled Citizen Exynos. And also in the meantime, volunteer helping uh, Syrian and Afghan and many other nationality refugees moving across from Turkey to Greece and then into Europe. I'll just try, I'll try to extract myself from this life in Oman and put myself somewhere where nobody knows me. They don't know my name. They don't know my father, my mother, who am I, what I've done, what I've achieved, what I have, haven't achieved. And I thought I'd release myself from all of those set standards. Then I ended up going with her. It was just a one-way ticket. I went to Greece. I said, I'll decide when to come back. It's 1 a.m. and we're on 
our way to the night shift to the beaches. We've got some boats coming right now. Summer 2015 recorded the highest refugee movement since World War II, most of which were from Syria and Afghanistan fleeing war and prosecution. It was a long journey and I was there at different points of their route. So I was there on the island once they arrived by boat from Turkey, seeing them coming down, kissing the ground and just their smile to know that there's someone there that speaks Arabic, speaks their language, made a whole ton of problems just fly off their shoulders. You can even see it. And I thought, wow, that was just my language. You know, I can just say, you know, and they would feel better. That was just a few words. And then I went on to continue volunteering and I felt that I would wake up every day so excited, even if I don't sleep enough, I'd be so excited to go and help and go and teach or distribute or whatever, you name it. I was translating for lawyers, translating for doctors, whatever you, you can think of, I did. After three months in Greece, Dalal returned to Muscat. Just following my family's wishes, really. And I, I sat at my computer and I couldn't focus at all. I was not here. I was just a shell, a body. And I think everything, my thoughts were, were back in Greece. So I, I just um, booked myself another ticket back because I knew I, I could actually make a difference. And so she returned where she ended up spending another nine months for a total of a year. There was this uh, young man, he was in his 30s. He was married uh, to the Syrian family. His mother and his daughter had already traveled through Greece. And I had actually met them on the island of Lesbos and then saw them go through Athens and then get a plane to G Germany, which took about six months. Her, he arrived three months later after they arrived in Greece with his uh, wife and three other children and his wife, who was also pregnant. So they traveled to Greece and they had to, they had to wait about 11 months until they could be reunited with their daughter and mother. And during that time, uh, the, the Syrian women became stronger. They gained some sort of, uh, I don't know, a power. Being in Europe, they believed, of course, the women's rights are, you know, they're protected. So they became more vocal in decision-making because ultimately that would it would be the detriment to the, of their family if the wrong decision is taken. Say they go to the border, the border closes, they, they're there for six weeks in the rain. That's dangerous for the children. But if their husband wants to go, they're not going to keep quiet anymore. So that difference in the culture of the women really affected the men there. And this man was worried because he felt that every day he'd had to fight his wife on decisions and he felt less and less of a man, culturally, as the provider. He did not have money. He couldn't buy a piece of chocolate for his kids. Um, and he was just being beaten down until one point he decided to leave. He said to his wife, I'm going back to Syria. I'm going to go get to the Turkish border, get a train back to Syria, and I'm going to just fight. I'm going to fight with them. I'd rather do that. 
So this man's mother calls Dilal from Germany to try to stop him. Please, please stop him. Please do anything and stop him. And I thought, what could I do? You know, I, I don't know how to deal with this kind of situation. Dalal calls him up to ask him where he was going. He told her that he was heading to a train station in Athens that happened to be about two stops from where she was. I said, okay, fine. You can meet me at my stop. We'll have a coffee and then you can go. All right, I won't stop you. It was midnight when Dalal decided to go down to see him at the train station. Not a very safe area of Athens. And I ended up sitting with him by, on a bench by the station and we talked about all of his concerns and he was just feeling fed up. And I told him, listen, you know what? I've never asked for anything, anything from you. And I just want one thing, one thing. You've known me for how long? You've known me for so many months. So how, how about you do me one favor and wait for 24 hours. Just give me 24 hours. In 24 hours, if you decide to go, I will not stop you. I will give you um, whatever you need so that you can have a safe travel. Just give me those 24 hours. Incredibly, he agreed. He didn't board that train. The next morning, Dalal received a call. It was from this man's mother. The mother tells her that he's finally decided to stay in Athens with his family and those 24 hours didn't even finish. <laughs> so he made the right choice. I think that uh, experience really shifted me. It changed my life. And I didn't expect that to happen. I really didn't know. I was going into the unknown. and. It's a selfish and a selfless act because you can't go into it without learning something mm. about yourself. I discovered a side of me and parts of me that were hidden in a monotonous life. So I would say definitely you have to push your limits when you're in the journey of uh, realizing yourself and your self-worth. Any little deed you do it can change anyone's life within hours and it's just a moment that you can be there for someone in any way even if you don't know what you're doing you realize wow you're worth just existing it, let alone everything else that you can be described as everyone's struggle is someone else's guidance right During my call with Dalal, I also asked her how it was like after she came back from her year in Greece. This is what she said. So when I came back after a year, it was quite heavy. I, I stayed in my room for uh, three months. I, I didn't want to leave the house. I didn't want to talk to anyone. And it was that shift of uh, perception that I needed to gain. Um, that this is life, you know, life has the, the people that suffer and there are people that are in complete comfort and I needed to accept the two and accept that they coexist and not necessarily um, cross over. 
And I was, I, I came back, I was really upset that not enough of people were, were thinking about it, not enough people were helping. And, and it took me a while to, to actually gain the perception that, uh, you know, this is God's wisdom. And uh, whoever is meant to help will help. And uh, through, through tragedies come strength. So I don't believe that the, the, the refugees that have gone through that will necessarily have a miserable fate. Uh, so I, 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 I tend to be more optimistic than pessimistic. And it was that one day I had a support of like a really close friend of mine. She, she said, that's it, enough. It's your birthday. It was the, it was the end of March. So she said, it's your birthday. You're going to go out and celebrate your birthday. And I was not in the mood of seeing people spend money on, you know, food and drinks and whatever. I didn't want to see that side of life at that time. <clears throat> but because she insisted, I, I came back into a group of, of friends that made me realize that I was missed and my place here also has purpose. And um, that was the journey of rediscovering myself. Because in 2015, when I was uh, taking some time off, I felt, you know, quite alone in my pain. Then I go through the journey of going to grief, and I come back only to be embraced, which, which was, you know, as I said, it was a selfish and selfless uh, act volunteering. You can get out if it's something you don't even know. Um, and when, when that happened, um, I actually left the house and went, to celebrate my birthday and that was the first day that I was trying I was actually recovering and um, it took me quite a long time because there's a lot of um, stories that I couldn't share with people because they couldn't they wouldn't understand the severity of it unless you're there in in the crisis you know and uh, some volunteers abroad that I got to know with, got to know are also dealing with their own issues with uh, dealing with the crisis so it was quite difficult to find that uh, safe space to just, you know, let it all go. Mm. Many, many volunteers uh, are seeking something within themselves, but also are willing to open their hearts to find that through others and through helping others. That's all for this episode. If you'd like to reach out to Dalal, you can find her on Instagram at D-U-D-I underscore D. This episode was made possible by our fam on Patreon. Special thanks this week to Maria, Iman, Abdullah Asfour, Arshia, Hannah Betterton, and Nadat Tuqi. Thank you, guys. And for all things True Story Tent, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at True Story Tent. You can also visit our website, truestorytent.org. This episode was produced by yours truly. You can find me on Instagram at wanderingbrownguy. Thank you all for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>